from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Secure our territory. Secure our turf. Because it's all our turf. Elite, Kenny and the Bucks, listen, this that undisputed, yeah, we here to shock the system. This a war zone going down on Wednesday nights. This a fight, this is NXT vs. Dynamite. Weekly battles, ratings shattered, this a revolution. This is change to what the game is used to doing. This is all about that dark and light contrast. Welcome to the Fight for Wednesday Night Podcast. Welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. This is the Fight for Wednesday Night, and I am your host, Mike De Niro. Before we get into this massive New Year's edition of AEW Dynamite and the Fight for Wednesday Night Podcast, make sure you follow online on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod and subscribe to the show for all the latest episodes of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I hope everyone had a very happy New Year. Let's get into this big, big show. AEW New Year's Dash, it is definitely going to be a show that's talked about for a long, long time for its main event. Damn, what a show. The band is back together. Once again, the Bullet Club is fu 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 for life. At the end of the show, we got to see the AEW debuts of Gallows, Anderson. They, ra- they lay wreckage to the AEW roster, especially John Moxley and... The Young Bucks are out, and they all throw up too sweet. Reluctant as they looked, this is the first time in five years that these five men are all in the ring, all together, throwing up the too sweet. It was definitely a sight to be seen. Before we get into this show, I do want to once again announce that the Wrestling DeLorean podcast will be... Matching any donation made to the Huber family by matching your purchase of the Brody Lee commemorative shirt that all the proceeds go to the Huber family. You buy that shirt on shopaew.com. You send a DM to us with proof that you got it on Wrestling DeLorean Pod on Instagram. And I will match your purchase. If you bought two, I will buy two. If you bought ten, I will buy ten. Whatever I could do to help the Huber family, whatever I could do to help 
Please, please, please take advantage of this opportunity. Let's help this family. Thank you very much. Let's get into this big show. The show starts out with the Young Bucks and SCU versus TH2 and the Acclaimed. This was a very nice way to open. Action-packed match. Eight-man tag. Just action everywhere. SCU and the Young Bucks pick up the victory. It is one hell of a matchup. I give this match a three out of five stars. Very fun opener. It was a great way to start off the very first AEW of 2021. Really good matchup. We had a lot of action here tonight on AEW, including a really, really good matchup between Cody Rhodes and Matt Seidel. These two had a very solid match. Matt Seidel came out. Well, I mean, Cody Rhodes came out with Snoop Dogg in his corner promoting the Go Big Show. And this was just very solid. I think that this is going to be a sleeper match of the night. And well, it's a sleeper candidate for match of the night because the match of the night for tonight was clearly obvious. It was the main event. But really solid performance here. After the match, we actually see Snoop Dogg get physical. During the match, Cody Rhodes... He goes to punch Matt Seidel on the outside. He accidentally hits Serpenico, who's sitting in the front row, along with his teammate, Luther. And this leads to Serpenico and Luther attacking Cody Rhodes after the match. Matt Seidel goes to make the save. He helps Cody fight off the odds. Then Snoop Dogg comes in. He goes up to the top rope and hits a freaking splash on Serpenico. This was awesome. This is how you utilize... This is how you utilize celebrities, especially if... You know that this is going to get people to watch. Snoop Dogg fans are going to watch and tune into this. And you know this is going to be ending up on Good Morning America tomorrow morning. You might as well have him do something that's going to be noteworthy on this show. So really cool to see that. Cody Rhodes picks up the victory in a really good matchup. Three out of five stars. Very good. We got a women's title matchup on this show. Abaddon versus Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida definitely had her toughest opponent to date in Abaddon, she took Hikaru Shida to the limit. Hikaru Shida was punked out by some mind control tricks by Abaddon. This was just really good. Another side of Shida was shown today, a more aggressive side, a more a timid side also, but leading to an aggressive side by Shida. Really good matchup. Shida picks up the victory. She's retaining of her title. 2.5 out of 5 stars. Really good match. Overall, this show had solid wrestling. We had a really good matchup between Jake Hager and Wardlow. Battle of the big men. Wardlow picks up a huge victory in this match. This might be the biggest victory of his career. Hitting Jake Hager with the F10. These two just was having a drop down, drag out, just brawl. And the, the chemistry here was on point. These two just really had a great freaking matchup. We had Team Taz come out. Oh, by the way, like I said, Warlow picks up the victory. I'm going to give that three stars as well. A very solid, solid show so far. Team Taz comes out for the weigh-ins for next week's AEW TNT title matchup between Darby Allin and Brian Cage. We have the weigh-ins. Brian Cage is about 270. Darby Allen is 170, a hundred pound weight difference. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. 
From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being, I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics? Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Taz is jacking his jaw. Darby Allen just wants to fight. He picks up his skateboard. He's ready for war. Team Taz surrounds him. Out comes Sting. Taz and Team Taz run off once again. This is becoming the same thing every week. Taz says he's sick of Sting. I, I thought they were going to announce that Sting was going to be the special enforcer or something in this matchup. That was never announced. But I thought that would have been a good role for Sting next week. He might end up being the special enforcer any freaking way, but but not by, you know, them announcing it, just by him being the vigilante that he is. But anyway, good segment. Always good to see Sting. Really wondering where they're going to go with the Sting and Darby Allen uh, storyline. I'm very interested. Main event of the night, Kenny Omega versus Ray Phoenix. Freaking amazing. This matchup was a 4 Star matchup and really, really shined here on this show. A show that was filled with great wrestling ended with a hell of a matchup. Kenny Omega, we all know that he puts on classics in the first week of January. He's done it in the past in Tokyo Dome and he's doing it here in Florida for AEW. And this is no different. Him and Phoenix just tore the roof off the place. And I don't even think they had a roof on the place. They tore the house down. Phoenix looked like the best Phoenix we've seen since Lucha Underground. This was Phoenix versus Mil Muertes Phoenix. This is Phoenix versus Pentagon Phoenix. This was the best Phoenix I've seen in a long, long time. And every week he is extremely solid. But this Phoenix was a different Phoenix. The grit, the the intense nature of his... Like, everything made... Sense, oh god, I'm just so freaking. I I am big on this match, big time. Everything in this match made sense. Everything in this match had an extra amount of oomph to it. They had so much aggression in every move, and every move just hit that much harder. Counter after counters, just everything was just so fluid from both Omega and Phoenix. After the matchup, well, this ends with 
a devastating one-winged angel by Kenny Omega. There was a spot in the matchup where he catches him from the top rope and hits him with the damn Tiger Driver 98. That's never been seen before. I Absolutely amazing. The matchup ends when he hits a one-winged angel. He retains the title. Afterwards, Kenny Omega is celebrating. Don Callis comes in and says that they're going to end Ray Phoenix's career. They shoot to the back and... Eddie Kingston and the Butcher and the Blade are attacking Pac and Pentagon, so no one's out to make the save. So, Kenny Omega, he goes to attack Phoenix. And then John Moxley comes out. With, and by the way, John Moxley returned on the show the first time since winter is coming. He is here. He comes out here with a barbed wire baseball bat. He attacks Kenny Omega. Out comes the debuting Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions, Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson, the Machine Gun, and they just lay waste to John Moxley. And Moxley didn't stand a chance at this point. Now it's three on two. The guardrails start. The wrestlers start jumping the guardrails. They start trying to make the save. Gallows and Anderson and Omega just take out everybody. Everybody. They don't stand a chance here. After this. The Young Bucks come out. They look like they're going to try and talk some sense into Gals and Anderson and Omega. But then when Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. grab Kenny Omega, they hit the double super kick on them. Omega throws up the two sweet. Gals and Anderson throw up the two sweet. It looks like reluctantly they did it too. But the Young Bucks nonetheless threw up the two sweet. And the band is back together. Bullet Club is ba 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 for life. And we end this show with the band reuniting. The Bullet Club is here in AEW. Kenny Omega, Gallows and Anderson and the Young Bucks have all united here in AEW to start out 2021. This was a phenomenal show. I got to give this show a 4 out of 5 stars. I thoroughly enjoyed it. We got New Year's Smash Part 2 coming next week with Darby Allin and Brian Cage in the main event for the TNT title. The Elite will be in action. John Moxley will be there. We got Sting making an appearance. Pac versus Eddie Kingston. Hell of a show next week. Make sure to tune in this Friday for Brand Supremacy, the return of Brand Supremacy. We're talking about WWE Judgment Day 2002 main event. Hulk Hogan and The Undertaker. We got Stone Cold Steve Austin and Ric Flair and the, I was about to say The Giant. Sorry, the big show. We have Triple H and Chris Jericho in a Hell in a Cell. And we have Kurt Angle and Edge in a hair versus hair match. You don't want to miss that. Tune in this Friday. Hope everyone has a great week. Remember, if you buy a Brody Lee commemorative shirt on shopaew.com, DM me proof of the purchase at Wrestling DeLorean Pod on Instagram, and I will match your contributions. Let's help out the Huber family. Rest in peace, Brody Lee. Take care, everybody. Catch you guys next week.
From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 